0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away.
2: That swung
0: on it, hit the left center and hit well. Benintendi
2: going back at the track, turning around. He'll look and watch it. Play. Skies went to center. Back is Buxton. Takes a look. Up it goes and
3: gone!
1: It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show. Presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast. Your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access starts now.
4: Welcome to A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. No gasoline gives you better mileage than Chevron with Techron Chevron together ahead. I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. A's are in Philadelphia for game two of the 2022 season. Oakland looking to bounce back after dropping the opening day game nine to five and the green and gold ready to move on to game two. And as they do so, we welcome in Vince Catronio to help set the scene from Philly and Vince. Lots of pomp and ceremony when you're somebody else's home opener on opening day, especially after that team spent a lot of money in the offseason, built a lot of excitement, but it looked like it took the A's just a little bit to get settled in yesterday, and baseball players usually tend to be creatures of habit. Do you think that maybe we'll start to see some guys getting into more of their normalized routine, getting ready for a baseball game in day two? Well, first of all,
3: Joe, welcome back. Good to hear you as uh, Thank you, Chris sir. enjoys the weekend at the Masters, which is uh, a place a lot of us would love to be at some point in our lifetimes. But you're right. I mean, 10 rookies on the club, and it should be no surprise that there was some anticipation. There was some nervousness about that. Jake Lemoyne talked about that after the game yesterday, happy to get it over with. Felt a bit rushed, and you could see some some guys maybe amped up a little too much. And even Tony Kemp was talking today. This is a guy that's been around a while. Uh, he said, you know, I was you – know, I." In terms of his at-bats, because I was just going to get back to being myself today. So there was a couple of times where he felt he was a little too jumpy early in the at-bat. and uh, The A's are just trying to get settled in, and they're guys that got their first hit, like Christian Pache, and now you're looking for Marcotte to get that first win out of the way and exhale a little bit and begin to evaluate what kind of club the A's have this year.
4: Yeah, only one change to the A's lineup from yesterday, as you mentioned, uh, as Mark Cotts is looking to get his first win as the A's skipper, and that's going to be Jed Lowry replacing Billy McKinney as the D.H. He'll be hitting second today, and Vince, I'm curious, with so many new and young players on this roster, do you think Mark Conte is planning to give some guys a, a chance to, to stretch it out a little bit? Kevin Smith, Christian Ponce, give them a chance to get settled in early on, or is it really going to be kind of about finding some matchups? Because, you know, this is a team that Mark Conte got late, and he's going to have to try to figure out what works and what doesn't work.
3: Well, you're right about that, Joe. I, I will say this, you play 17 consecutive days, and the last two legs of this road trip will be on AstroTurf or Carpenter, you know, some artificial surface of some point. So guys will get time off. There's no question. And guys have to get, you know, off the bench and into games and get involved. And Mark Katze talked about that leaving spring training, that everybody will be involved and be involved relatively quickly. So it is a little bit of a surprise that the only change today was Jed Lowry because we saw so many different looks to lineups in spring training. But Mark also said, look, spring training was a chance just to get guys at bats, get guys up earlier in games to get that opportunity. I do feel, though, you're going to see the names you mentioned, like a Sheldon Noisy will get some time uh, in the field and uh, get Sky Bolt out in the field as well. Stephen Vogt behind the plate. At some point, Austin Allen the same way. In the meantime, you run guys out there that you do want to see quite a bit of. you know, Both Kevin Smith and Christian Pache were key members of deals that sent You know, Matt Chapman to the Toronto Blue Jays and Matt Olson to the Atlanta Braves. And there's a reason that if the A's were going to make those kind of moves right now, those guys were going to get a chance to maybe do some things. They saw things they like from both of their games in spring training. And now that the lights have been turned on and you've got the extra deck of, of stadium, and especially here in Philadelphia, some pretty raucous crowds. Let's see how they react to all that. And I think you will see those guys over time probably get, based on performance, of course, uh, getting more playing time, but right now uh, you're going to see an, an influx of changes of guys, and lineups will will have a little bit of a different look, especially on a on a 10 day road trip that goes to uh, you know a, a lot of the East Coast, and we'll see how that plays out.
4: Yeah, and Vince, obviously, you know, tempered expectations over what the A's were able to do over the last four years, when there was an expectation that they were going to be playoff ready. I don't think anyone's expecting any of that. There's so many new guys. There's a lot of question marks about what this team's going to be. Not going to have as much power as we're used to seeing, you know, no Matt Olson, no Matt Chapman. But give us an idea of what you think as the season, you know, it's going to define itself with how these guys perform. But what's kind of the expectation for fans watching this, what they should think about for the offense? You know, we saw home runs yesterday being a big part of it. But is it going to be a little bit more contact, more hit and run kind of thing with these guys as they're kind of working their way through the season early on?
3: Well, that's what we thought, and that's what we anticipated in spring training. And yet, the A's all the runs yesterday, you know, for the most part, came you know yeah. on the long ball with with Pinder and with you know with Seth Brown. So, I'm not so sure that's going to be a regular occurrence. But here's an instance where Chad Pinder may get a longer look as an as a as an everyday player at multiple positions and get more at bats against right-handed pitching this year. That's an example. You want to see Pache establish himself. Uh, uh, in the field, he's a prime defender from the minor leagues. He he really he he just looks uh, so special in the outfield. He he has
4: a, yeah he flashed a, that on yesterday. You know
3: he's got a he's got a glide to his stride. Uh, accurate throw to second base should have had his first assist. Tony Kemp took the blame for the tag, although the ball was there so far ahead of uh, Bryce Harper. That's in the past has been an automatic, but replay allows you to overturn plays like that that were you know, automatic outs because the ball was there so far ahead of the runner. So the the issue of the ASAP primarily is what's going to happen with the bullpen. They don't have a lot of firepower in terms of high velocity, which they didn't have last year. And mm-hmm. so, you know, will they be able to stay in games? Like you look at what happened yesterday. The, the Phillies scored in five different innings. Young pitchers, so walking guys leading off innings, or walking guys with two outs, leaving the door open at times. And those are things that will have to – simply work themselves out I want to see AJ Puck you know find out who AJ Puck can be in the big leagues and the A's when they have the lead late they have to hope that Lou Trevino can regain a lot of the form from from 2018 which you had a, a good portion of the early part of 2021 and then that disappeared in August and September of last year I mean those are those are things that I think you want to see over time and then there are certainly there are other stories and but that's where you start, and the bottom line is whether you want to accept it or not. You know how much longer will Frankie Motos be in the A's rotation, and you know does Sean Murphy take that next step as a leader? Had a great spring training, Gold Glove uh, defender, and we'll you know we'll hope that those things are heading in the right direction. Also,
4: that's it, man. We're ready to set the scene here. That's Vince Catronio. Have a good call, Vince, and we'll catch up with you later on as we roll along here with the A's Total Access Show pregame show presented by Chevron.
6: A Honda is more than just a vehicle. It's a gateway to spring adventure. Start your adventures with Honda, the brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. For a limited time, well qualified buyers can get a 0.9% APR on a 2022 Honda HRV and a 1.9% APR on a 2022 Civic or Accord. New vehicles are arriving daily at a local Honda dealer.
7: See dealer for financing details. Excludes Civic SI 2021 ACSI survey of
8: customers rating the performance of their own automobiles. What's for dinner? Burgers?
6: After last week? No
8: thanks.
6: Napa Know How. At Napa, we're helping you knock out your bucket list. Because when you buy a Napa bucket for $4.99 and toss three or more items inside, you'll save 20% on your bucket full. So whether your bucket list includes restoring a classic, visiting every state, or saving money on the things to get you there, Napa's got your back and your bucket. Turn your shopping list into a bucket list at Napa. Napa Know How. participating locations, not valid on sale items, other exclusions apply. Offer ends 430 2022. This is A's Total Access.
4: Welcome back to A's Total Access. I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend today. And we're getting ready for the A's and Phillies game two this afternoon. Catching up with NBC Sports Phillies insider Jim very Nice enough to join us. And Jim, the Phillies spent a lot of money this offseason with a goal of ending a long playoff drought. In game one, we really got to see a lot of that plan in action. The lineup looks like it is going to be a meat grinder for opposing pitching.
9: Yeah, and it was yesterday. Um, Montas, I think, had 60 or 94 pitches uh, through six innings, and he threw 33, I think, in that third inning uh, when the Phillies put four on the board. Yeah, they spent uh, over – they spent about $203 million this winter on free agents and uh, – their payroll is a club record, 240 million. They've gone past the tax, at least for now. You know it's not calculated to the end of the year, but at least for now they're over the tax. And they think they have a really strong lineup, adding Schwarber and Castianos to uh, a group that included Harper, Realmudo, Hopkins, Segura. So they do have some good sticks, and they got a pretty good top five in the rotation. Very thin though in the rotation. They don't go um, very deep beyond. You know they need to stay healthy in that starting rotation. So. 10-year postseason drought here in Philadelphia, uh, and that's the longest in the National League, second longest in baseball next to Seattle, and they are hell-bent on breaking it this year, and uh, they're 1-0 uh,
4: going into game two. Yeah, well, we saw the excitement from the fans, but with that long playoff drought, what's, what's the kind of vibe from Philly fans? You know, there's obviously a reputation that they have, but what's been the vibe after this long playoff drought and now just all of the excitement with the moves that were made this offseason?
9: Yeah. Uh, the, the vibe is, uh, you know, coming into the season after last season, when they missed the playoffs for the 10th year in a row, frustration, impatience, anger. I mean, and you know, those are good things because it means people care. I mean, it's mm-hmm. better than apathy. Um, but yeah, you know, the Phillies have really slipped. The Sixers have, uh, you know, come alive here this year and last couple of years and the Eagles uh, are always the Eagles. I mean, Uh, big, big uh, following here in town. I mean, they sort of ruled the town, but you know, I've spent around a long time and I saw when the Phillies ruled the town from 07 to 2011, when they won five division titles, went to two world series and won one of them. So it's a great baseball town. Uh, They just want to see a winner put on the field. So yeah, there was a lot of anger and frustration uh, over the last decade as they went through a rebuild and then emerged from the rebuild and really, really didn't do a whole lot with it. I mean, you didn't really see any results. Uh, last year was their first winning season since 2011. Uh, so, And they only finished uh, 82 in, in 80. So uh, three years ago, they bring in Bryce Harper. They brought in Real Muto uh, in a trade and then extended him. They brought in Zach Wheeler, which has been a really great signing. And this, then this winter, um, Castellanos and Schwarber. So I'd have to say, you know um, – bringing in those two bats this winter energized things uh, quite a bit after the last handful of years when there was just more disappointment uh not getting there uh not getting there when you had the mvp last year and the runner-up in the Cy Young in Zach Wheeler that was uh that really stung and uh, they needed to go out and put some people around those two guys while they're still in their prime because they need to break this postseason drought to uh to make the fans happy this is a town that likes winners and they want winners and they demand winners and uh, maybe this
4: is the team that can do it that's the first part of our conversation with phillies insider jim salisbury here as we continue along with a's total access presented by chevron and coming up next jessica klein the a's new multimedia journalist has a conversation with former phillies all-star and tv broadcaster the always entertaining john crux as we get you ready for a's and phillies this afternoon on a's cast and the a's radio network
8: Video, phone, together.
10: Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside
2: corner, ring him up.
10: And Eaton can't believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. For tickets and parking, starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com.
2: Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like
6: hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius.
5: What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary.
1: A's Cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. Outside
2: corner ring, And Eaton can't believe it. Perfect fish right on the black. Breaky ball hit high in the air to the left. It's deep. Back on it is Eaton. At the track. At the wall.
3: And
1: gone. This is A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
4: Welcome back to A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Chevron with Techron gives you unbeatable cleaning and mileage. Chevron together ahead. A's taking on the Phillies this afternoon. First pitch at 105, and multimedia journalist Jessica Kleinschmidt, who you're going to hear a lot from on A's cast as well as on social media this season, catching up with former Phillies All-Star and TV broadcaster John Kruck.
11: Now, one thing I've always been kind of curious about you, now you've seen different timelines of this game. An old-school guy, but now you're covering the game in recent years. So what's it been kind of like watching baseball grow through this transitional phase over all of these years? Well, I, I
12: think the biggest thing is the, the the size and the athleticism of the players now. I mean, you know, you look at guys like, uh, you know, Bryce Harper, how big he is, Mike Trout, how big he is. You know, you guys had Starlin Marte last year. I mean, a center fielder who's just huge. And the players are bigger. The players are more athletic. I've never been a real big fan of analytics. I kind of try to understand it a little better now. Uh, I still don't believe that strikeouts are just another out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never believe that I don't care who tells me that and the smartest guy in the in the world can tell me that and I'm not going to believe him but uh, uh, you know th- I think that's the biggest transition of the game is uh, uh, all the strikeouts pitchers throw harder I get it and talking to players they said you know you don't know he said you know like, like a guy like Bryce he might get two at-bats against a starter and then it's going to be you know, depending on how the manager can line it up, lefty, lefty, lefty out of the bullpen, and each one of them throwing ninety-five to hundred.
11: Yeah, and you mentioned these strikeouts without scenario. What what exactly do you mean by that?
12: Well, there's so many times, but you know, watching these games, and I, I try to watch as many games as I can, uh, even if it's not the Phillies. Like I I try to stay up late and watch the West Coast games. But man, when I'm you know, you get older. Staying up till ten o'clock's a chore. <laughs> yeah, probably going to struggle in late innings when the Phillies start playing night games. But you know, it, you know, runner on third, less than two outs, strikeout. Uh, you know, runner on second, no outs, a strikeout. Uh, you know, productive outs are important. And you see now with you know how how many great bullpens are there's going to be a lot of close games and that one run that one run you can push push across, which is situational hitting you know, would, would, you know, it could win you five more games and, you know, you know how big five games is five game, five more wins and five less losses. You're probably going to get in the playoffs. I think it's hurt the Phillies the last few years with all the strikeouts and uh, situational hitting, they haven't been great, but uh, they made a conscious effort this spring to, to, uh, to be more aggressive, but better situational hitters. So hopefully that uh, parlays into some more runs and some more wins.
11: Right. And you mentioned the bullpen, and I'm kind of intrigued because the the Phillies had a pretty ballooned ERA coming out of of relief. What are your thoughts on how managers have maintained the bullpen over the years? Because back when you played, we watched guys go nine innings.
12: Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest change. I think it started, what, what year was that, when uh, Texas played the Cardinals in the World Series, when David Freeze went off, 2011 maybe? Yeah. When it looked like it was a rush to the bullpen from Tony La and Ron Washington. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they couldn't wait to get to the bullpens. And, you know, that's where the games change. You know, I always thought when I played that relief pitchers, besides a closer, were just failed starters who weren't good enough to start. So, you know, I thought I should be able to handle guys like that. But it's different now. You know, you look at the Phillies uh, you know, is going to be the closer. He throws really hard. Seventh and eighth inning could very well be Alvarado,
8: mm-hmm.
12: who's a lefty that throws 100 with sink, and Juris Familia, who throws 97, 98 with sink. I think that's the biggest thing. is, You know, when I played Nolan Ryan threw hard, Dwight Gooden threw hard, There's a bunch of guys that threw hard, but they didn't sink it like that. And, mm-hmm. and that, to me, is the most amazing thing when guys come out of the bullpen and they're throwing that hard with that much movement i get it now why there's so many strikeouts because of those guys but you know it's a weapon for the for the managers if if those guys are on but man, when they're struggling, the bull, bullpen can lose you a ton of games.
11: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely impressed with some of the specialty pitches that these guys are coming up with. We're so obsessed with velocity, and rightfully so, these guys are just winging it in. But you bring me a guy with the stellar curve, and I'll I'll watch him all night. Um, you mentioned Bryce Harper. He, of course, it's one of the headliner names on the team. There's Nick Castellanos that that signing, and then of course Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins. Those are the big names. We know those names, Crucky. But who are some of the guys that? We need to be paying attention to some of your sleepers of the season that you personally are looking forward to watching.
12: Well, they got two young kids and, and, and they look comfortable and they look like they belong. And that's uh, Bryson Stark and Matt Veerling. Uh, Matt Veerling will be playing center field a lot because uh, Mickey Moniak, who had an unbelievable spring, so sad he broke his hand in the last exhibition game. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. But Mickey really had an unbelievable spring. But uh, watch Vierling play. He's, he's big. He's athletic. And he's not your typical launch angle swing. He's going to try to hit line drives. He likes to go the other way. Um, You know, he can run. And Bryson Stott, whether he plays third base, whether he plays shortstop, wherever he's going to play, he just had an impressive spring. And he just looks like a, a young kid who knows he can play at this level and he's comfortable doing it and it doesn't help that one of his best friends in the world is is bryce harper we're up in las vegas yeah. together so you know he he just like those two guys look like they just belong and you know coming into the season the phillies had no idea who's going to be their center fielder who's going to be their uh starting third baseman it looks like these two young kids took it and ran with it and uh you know alec bohm's going to get some time at third too but you know bryce and stott can hit and and we, i watched him few at bats against lefties. He's a left-handed hitter of course. And you know, he's, he's not afraid to shoot the ball the other way off lefties, which is if you can do that, you got a chance against him. And, um, and Veerling, like I said, he just tries to hit line drives all over the field. Eventually he'll figure out power because he's such a big guy and he'll hit for power, but man, he is athletic as heck. And, uh, it's going to be fun to watch him now with Odubo Herrera hurt and Mickey Moniak hurt. He's probably going to get all the time in center field. And, uh, I I got a feeling that. you know, when those two guys come back from injury, I don't know if they're going to be uh, uh, just, you know, ushered back into here's your job because
4: it's barely mm-hmm. compliant. The A's getting ready to take on the Phillies this afternoon. They'll have Cole Irvin on the hill. But coming up next as A's Total Access rolls along, Vince Catronio catching up with A's Director of Player Development, Ed Sprague, as we continue along with A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron.
7: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE.
6: This is A's Total Access.
3: Well, once again, every Saturday on our pregame coverage on A's Cast, we'll be visiting with those inside the A's minor league system. And of course, we like to start it off with the man that Runs the show, Ed Sprague is the A's Director of uh, Minor League Operations and has been a part of camp, and then the camp is dispersed now. The minor league seasons are underway, and Ed, of course, we have to begin with the obvious. There's been a lot of changes to the system. It did cost some players on the major league level with names like Matt Olson and Matt Chapman, uh, Chris Bassett, and Sean Maniah, but it has brought an influx of new talent to your organization, to the group of young players aspiring to get to the big leagues. We'll already see Christian Pache and Kevin Smith from those trades in the big leagues, and Kirby Sneed and others as the A's begin their campaign. But what excites you about this collection of players and pitchers that the A's have put inside the system?
13: Well, yeah, they obviously come with a good you know background in terms of you know their where they were picked in the draft, and you know just getting our eyes on them briefly in spring training. Uh, Ryan Custis JT Ginn, I mean, some some power arms that seem to be, should be moved move fast with the system uh so we're excited we're just you know like I said we're just getting to know these guys um as they've kind of come in and uh but I think I think it's been a, I think the front office did a nice job in acquiring some some frontline talent
3: you're pushing some of these pitchers and players it seems at least from the out from the outside looking in you mentioned Ryan Cusick he's pitching at double a midland that's got a very good staff I'd like for you to get to in a moment but also Shay uh, Shea Langlier is the uh, catcher of the A's uh, received from the Atlanta Braves and the Matt Olson deal. He's catching for your A team at Las Vegas. That must mean an awful lot that, that you sense that these young players have enough poise and enough polish and enough ability to handle that level of competition already.
13: Yeah, when we look at where they played last year, uh, you know, the number of at-bats or innings they threw and, and based on, you know, the track record and, you know, Shea had a good year in A, at 22 homers. He comes with a, a great defensive background in terms of our scouting reports and so I think he'll be fine in Vegas, uh, You know, Ryan might be a little bit of a push in terms of where he's at, but, I mean, he's got an electric fastball, still working on his secondary stuff, but I think he'll be fine. He, I think he did get the high A briefly last year, so uh, he'll be in the mix there. And, we, you know, we want to just break these guys up, get their innings pitched. So we're trying to balance it out a little bit with the level they're going to be at, but also with the way our system lines up and, and getting either at bats um, you know, catching innings or, or pitching innings, really.
3: You know, back in the day, Ed, when the A's had Chapman and Olsen coming through the system, Chad Pinder as well and many others, there was this discussion about how they played together as a unit, they won together as a unit, and they eventually got to the big leagues and they won on the major league level. What are you seeing from the you know Tyler Soderstroms, the Zach Geloffs and the young players that you've just brought into the system? Do you as you walk from field to field before camp broke or how do you see them carrying themselves and and how important is that to, to get a sense of uh, this has a chance to be a group that could potentially make an impact on the major league level?
13: Yeah I mean we haven't we don't have all those guys together at, at this given moment but I think eventually they'll kind of catch each other and uh, whether that's in AAA and or the big leagues um, but yeah they're they're good players I mean obviously Tyler we've talked about for a couple of years he can he can really hit. Um, you know, Geloff we saw in a short stable size is a really good baseball player, has great skills with the bat, uses the whole field can run. Uh, we'll be able to play multiple positions, which, you know, kind of fits our profile. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we'll get these guys together at some point, but we just, we not need to, you know, with the pandemic, getting these guys and catching up on some of these bats we've had in our system, you know, the, the Logan Davidson's and the Ironman's of the world, you know, getting them, Third bats and and Jonah Bride, you know, obviously switching to catcher, you know, moving him back to Double A, even though he had a great year, uh, learning a new position and making him more versatile um, is the most important thing right now.
3: Ed Sprague joining us with our Saturday Minor League report, and and Ed, can you touch on uh, that Double A rotation that you've got with the Rock Hounds? There's been so many scouts over the years that have said uh, the most significant jump, at least back then, was A ball to Double A. I think you can make the case triple A of the big leagues as well. But that initial jump to facing uh more veteran players, guys that have a little more of an idea. What do you see from, from that pitching staff and who are the arms that are going to be with the Rock Hounds?
13: Yeah, they they say the game begins at double A and I, I kind of agree with that. I mean you're starting to get significant scout reports on guys and, and you know, how to attack it and then in, in the Texas League with only ten teams you play each other quite a bit. But as far as the, the pitching staff goes, starters will be uh, Jack Cushing and Cusick. uh J.T. Ginn will will progress there. He's only be at three innings his first outing, but he'll he'll kind of uh, tandem with Milburn there. And then you got Colin Palouse and and Ty Dameron. We lost Miller to an injury in spring training, another power arm that we thought would progress really fast, but he's going to be out a little while with a a strain of his subscap. But it's a pretty good bullpen. I mean, pretty good starting rotation um, there. And then I think the bullpen you're going to see some guys. Uh, Garrett Acton, who's come on, he's up to 97, 98. And then, you know, Briggs, left-handed pitcher, who's uh, kind of come on the scene a little bit and has and thrown hard out of the bullpen. And then, of course, Waters and Charles down there as well. And then Weisenberger, who, you know, kind of made his debut a little bit last year and got double-A, kind of a power arm out of the pen as well. So it should be a, it should be a good club in Midland um, and a lot of returning position players as well. Um, and, of course, with the addition of, uh, of Geloff there.
3: And finally, Ed, what 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 uh, what was the message that you sent to the various uh, stops along the way? Stockton, uh, Low A, Lansing High A, Midland Double A, Las Vegas Triple A. Whether guys were getting there for the first time, or 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 you know because of uh, a glut of of players in the system and talented players that maybe you're asked to go back one more year to a to a level that you're at. What what has been the message? The discussion. About kicking this thing off the right way for the A's in their in their minor league system.
13: Uh, I think the biggest thing is these guys have a golden opportunity to uh, get to the big leagues, and uh, you know, either either this year, or next year, or very soon, as we're transitioning, you know, from you know that winning window to a little bit of a transition. You know, obviously we trade some guys away, so the time is right for these guys to. Uh, you know, put their heads down and go and play good baseball because they're going to have all the opportunity in the world to, uh, to make their way to Oakland.
3: Ed, always appreciate the visit. I know I'll be in touch and uh, really looking forward to paying attention to what's happening inside the system.
13: Sounds good. Anytime. Thanks, Ed.
3: Ed Sprague joining us in our minor league report. Now more of A's cast as we send it back to the Bay
4: Area. That was Vince Catronio catching up with A's director of player development Ed Sprague as we continue along with A's Total Access free game show presented by Chevron.
7: Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your Internet do that?
1: Check out our amazing deals on Xfinity Internet and choose from one of our fast speed options to fit your needs. Plus, you could save up to $400 a year on wireless when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required.
7: DQ presents. Picture this: you stand before the awe-inspiring new signature stack burger menu at DQ, and your mouth wonders, "Where have you been all my life?" That's five taste bud tempting cheeseburgers with 100% real seasoned beef. You peek at the loaded A1 stack burger with two premium sauces, then the flamethrower stack burger with tongue-tingling jalapeno bacon. Then you realize moments like these are exactly why we have the DQ signature stack burger menu. DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com.
2: And Tony drills one down the right field line. If it's fair, it's got a chance. It's gone!
10: The A's are back in the town, and the 2022 season kicks off Monday, April 18th against the Baltimore Orioles.
3: Breaking ball, strike three, called on the inside corner. Sano is gone a-looking.
10: Fans attending for opening night also get a free rally towel presented by Kaiser Permanente. Tickets are available at athletics.com. Get your tickets today, athletics.com. BE THERE ON OPENING NIGHT.
3: And he swings and flies one to right. Deep in the corner. Marisna giving chase at the wall. And out it goes for Jet Lowry.
1: A's cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's total access presented by Chevron.
4: Welcome back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. I'm Joe Hughes, filling in for Chris Townsend as we get you ready for the A's and Phillies. First pitch at 105, it's Cole Irvin on the hill, the former Philly, making his season debut. As we check in with the Kaiser Permanente injury report, A starter James Caprilli,an he opened the season on the injured list. That's because he's been dealing with some shoulder discomfort. Tomorrow's going to be a big day to see how he moves forward. Caprilli,an scheduled to throw three simulated innings tomorrow. And if all goes well, he could head out on a rehab assignment. That'll give him a chance to stretch out as a starter. The A's are going to need him this season. And that was today's injury report brought to you by Kaiser Permanente, reminding you to stay safe, stay positive, and stay healthy. Visit kp.org today for more information. Now let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Cubs leading the Brewers 4 to nothing, but Chicago getting their first three runs without a hit. The first run of the game coming in with a walk with the bases loaded, then a fielder's choice, a sack fly, doing the damage against Milwaukee's Brandon Ruff as Chicago out to a 4-0 lead. Coming up next as we roll along, getting you ready for the game, my conversation, the second part of my conversation with Phillies insider Jim Salisbury as we get you ready for Game 2 between the A's and Phillies this afternoon on the A's Total Access Show presented by Chevron.
6: This is A's total access.
4: Welcome back to A's total access presented by Chevron. I'm Joe Hughes filling in for Chris Townsend today, and we are bringing you part two of my conversation with NBC sports Phillies insider, Jim Salisbury. And I asked Jim about the new Phillies leadoff hitter, Kyle Schwarber.
9: Yeah, he, he has a great personality, kind of a blue collar personality. uh, Very expressive, very down to earth. Um, It seems like he's going to be a good fit in Philadelphia. Uh, uh, he grew up in Ohio. His dad was a, a policeman, and uh, he talks about his past and uh, how much he just kind of likes to get after it. And they they targeted him. Um, so Dave Dombrowski, the president of the baseball ops, has talked about this, that they just didn't have a lot of winning pedigree in that clubhouse. And Schwarber has been to the postseason, I think, like five or six times in his career. He's won a World Series with the Cubs. So he has that winning pedigree. So they really targeted him for for or, you know uh, for a bunch of reasons, but one of them was his winning pedigree and the other was his power and his ability to get on base and they like him in the leadoff hole. He did quite a bit of that last year in Washington when, when he was with Kevin Long, uh, the hitting coach uh, in Washington last year, who was now the Phillies hitting coach this year. So Long was very instrumental, I think, in the recruitment of, um, of Schwarber, not to say that $79 million didn't do it as well, but they like him in the leadoff hole. They think he can bring Pop there and they think he can get on base there. They only had a 302 on base percentage in the leadoff hole last year. That was second worst in the majors. And, you know, Harper, I don't have the stats in front of me, but his RBI opportunities last year were very low. So they want to increase RBI opportunities for Bryce Harper uh, and, and Reese Hoskins, the guys in the middle of that order. So it's kind of an unconventional leadoff guy, especially, you know, uh, you know, Oakland had one of the classics in, in Ricky Henderson. This is a different kind of guy, but, uh, you know, I, I think he, he's going to – he's off to a great start there, and I think you'll see a lot of him there. You can also hit in the middle of the order, but, um, you know, I think you're going to see him a lot in the leadoff hall. I think he likes that. And, uh, you know, see how it goes. But I think he's going to be a very, very good fit here, uh, not only for his production, and that's the number one thing. that That's how people fall in love with you when you hit balls in the gap and you get on base and you hit him in the seats. But I, I do think they're going to like uh, the personality and the blue-collar attitude and kind of the will to win that he brings.
4: We got a lot of look at it yesterday. Like you mentioned, he got off to a great start, got that solo homer to lead things off. And this team looks like they are primed to score a lot of runs. But what about the pitching staff and the defense? Those seems like maybe not as strong as what the the Phillies are going to be putting out there in a lineup. Is that going to be the biggest question mark for the team this season?
9: Yeah, probably. Um, Defense last year was the worst in the majors. And you can look at the metrics that will uh, verify that. You could also use the eyeball test if you watched this team last year. I mean, it was the worst defensive team I've ever seen. Uh, they were very poor on the left side of the diamond at third base, at shortstop and in left field. I mean, you know, not just errors, just balls that weren't, that didn't, they didn't get to and, and plays that they didn't make that a sharp defensive team makes. And it was, it was um, you know, the times they gave the opposition four and five outs an inning were were staggering. So um, I think they will be a little bit better defensively this year. Didi Gregorius, the shortstop is healthy. He wasn't healthy last year. Um, You know, they're going to play, I think, a rookie, Bryson Stott, at third base quite often. He's not there today. Alec Boehm is there. He was the guy that was there most of last year. Uh, But I I think they'll be better defensively, like I said, because Gregorius is healthy, and I just don't think they can possibly be as bad as they were last year. But defense is a concern. I think one of their hopes is they're going to slug enough and score enough uh, runs to, to, um, you know, to, Kind of play over some of their defensive miscues. Um, Pitching staff, top five, like I said, pretty good. They got some good names there, got some good track records there. Uh, But we all know Major League Baseball teams need that six, seven, and eight guys uh, to uh, get through a long 162 game seasons. Uh, There's a big drop off, I think, after that number five man. Uh, So they they really need good health in their starting rotation. And on top of the defense, the bullpen was a fatal flaw the last two seasons. Probably the thing that kept them out of the playoffs the last two seasons. I mean, in the shortened season of 2020, they had an ERA of like seven and a half. It was the worst ERA, bullpen ERA of a major league team since 1930. And um, they last year, they, they tied a major league record with 34, 34 blown saves. Not all of them in the ninth inning, not all of them in losses, but nonetheless, 34 blown saves. So bullpen was a real fatal flaw the last two years. They brought in some track record in the bullpen. We've got veteran guys who've been there. They brought in a closer who yesterday, in Corey Canable yesterday, was dominant. Uh, he's on a one-year deal. He's looking to get uh, get back out there, I think, again next year, coming back from Tommy John surgery a couple of years ago. So that looks like it's going to be a really good signing. they have Brad Hand and uh, Juris Familia down there, veteran guys. and They have an in-house guy named uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez coming back uh, from Tommy John surgery, who's looking very, very good. So... They need improvement out of that bullpen, and, and um, you know, they have experience down there. They have hard throwers. They need to throw strikes and, and see what happens because they're going to need, uh, in, in addition to that defense, they're going to need to be better in that bullpen uh, if they're going to go anywhere because, like I said, it killed them last year, and they certainly were better yesterday.
4: Our thanks to Phillies insider Jim Salisbury for helping set the scene for the A's taking on the Phillies in that powerful lineup. Another tough challenge for the A's pitching staff And coming up next, the voice of the A's, Ken Cora, catching up with Oakland pitching coach Scott Emerson on the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron.
7: Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your Internet do that?
1: Check out our amazing deals on Xfinity Internet and choose from one of our fast speed options to fit your needs. Plus, you could save up to $400 a year on wireless when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required.
5: This is Fogelman, ready to hustle for that muscle. Membership numbers at Sly's Gym have been racking up. Twenty-two people have signed up for six a.m. buns of steel. Ooh. Now he needs more certified trainers to do all the heavy lifting.
1: I'm gonna have to bulk up my staff.
5: Indeed can help him hire great people fast.
1: I need Indeed.
5: Indeed, you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com/credit and get seventy-five dollars towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
6: Napa Know How. At Napa, we've got more ways to keep you mobile with huge deals on Mobile One Motor Oil. Right now, get a five-quart bottle of Mobile One Synthetic Motor Oil for just $29.95. Or get $5 back when you buy a five-quart bottle of any Mobile One Motor Oil in a Napa Platinum Filter. So wherever you're going and whatever you're driving, Napa helps you stay mobile.
0: Napa Know How. At
6: participating locations, does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sales price not available in some states. Offer ends 4-30-2022. And Tony drills one down the right field line. If it's fair, it's got
2: a
10: chance. It's gone! The A's are back in the town, and the 2022 season kicks off Monday, April 18th, against the Baltimore Orioles.
3: Breaking ball, strike three, called on the inside corner. Sano is gone a-looking.
10: Fans attending for opening night also get a free rally towel, presented by Kaiser Permanente. Tickets are available at athletics.com. Get your tickets today, athletics.com be there on opening night
11: if you came across someone struggling with hunger how would you recognize them
10: would you notice a 16 year old boy who got Got his his first first
5: job not
11: for extra spending
5: money but to help feed his little sisters
11: or a mother
7: who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner
11: i am the one in eight americans who struggle with hunger i I am am hungered in America. america
6: hunger can be hard to recognize learn why at and iamhungerinamerica.org brought
1: to you by feeding america and the ad council
6: you're listening to the a's total access show
2: game two of the season the a's and the phillies here in philadelphia and a's pitching coach scott emerson uh, kind enough to join us today and uh, game one yesterday the opener what was your Uh, impression of the way uh, Frankie Montas threw?
14: Well, you know, he went out there. It's only the third time he's faced major league hitters uh, this spring. So, you know, I thought he did a pretty good job. You know, obviously the results weren't where we wanted it or where he wanted it, giving up the five runs. But, uh, you know, he moved his ball around pretty good, uh, showed a really good split and slider. So, you know, for for being his third time facing big league hitters, you know, it's something to build off of.
2: How much have you had to make adjustments um, emo, because of the shortened spring with your starting pitchers.
14: Yeah, I mean, as you know, last year those guys did an unbelievable job, you know, making every single start pretty much. And uh, now it's just coming in, you know, when they showed up, where are you at? But it's a totally different ball game. You know, this, these fourth and fifth outings for these guys, we're still in spring training until, you know, after seven starts. So you really don't know where the velocity is going to be because when these guys are, are – getting prepared for a regular major league season you know by six game six game seven they're starting to get their velo and the crispness of their pitches so you know the pitching may be a little bit behind I mean it's one thing to you know throw at a high school field you're throwing at a college field or or you're throwing on the backfield and you really don't have that atmosphere that game situation to, to push yourself to exert yourself to throw a little bit harder and that's kind of the thing I'm looking at this year is okay you know where are we going to get this velocity boost and when because uh you know you're normally looking at seven starts in spring training
2: yeah I'm sure it will be an emotional afternoon for Cole Irvin of course uh, drafted by the Phillies out of Oregon fifth round pick and made his major league debut with them um in 2019 what are your expectations for Cole today
14: well, yeah, you know, keep them uh, cool, calm, and collected. As you said, you know, coming back to a place uh, where you started can always be a little bit emotional. But Cole's a constant pro, and I just want him to go out there, pitch his game, understand what he's going to do today, and execute his pitches.
2: What about Dalton Jeffries tomorrow?
14: Yeah, same thing for Dalton. You know, Dalton got out there in Arizona. It's a little tough Uh, pitching out there with a sinker and a cut fastball. So uh, hopefully the the weather here will help his pitches play a little bit better and getting out of Arizona will help him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the hard ground balls, uh, of course, you know, when you're playing in in Arizona, you got uh, fast infields also. So the elements were really against Dalton. So I'm really excited to see how he throws in in an element where uh, his pitches will work better.
2: You know, Scott, what about your bullpen? Um, you have a bunch of new guys down there inexperienced in terms of pitching at the big league level should we expect ongoing growing pains with the guys out there?
14: Well you know there, there's going to be growing pains uh, you know the toughest part is trying to understand what they want to do uh, personally you know you got to get to know somebody and, and how they like to do things you know everybody the data is one thing uh, but you're if you're, you're you know you're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing too soon you start losing guys uh, trust so you know, I want them to go out, execute what they feel, but, you know, have a good game plan, look at the data, look at the things we're offering them, and then, you know, execute your pitches. At the end of the day, they have to execute uh, the pitches that they're throwing, and hopefully they're the pitches that we're suggesting that they throw.
2: Yeah, and also maybe not be affected by, you know, you you've spent your, your career in the minor leagues. Now you're facing guys like Bryce Harper and their 40,000 fans at the ballpark.
14: Yeah, I know. Uh, last night we got ja- uh, Jackson up in the ninth, and, uh, You know, he he came in after that and said, well, I thank you for that because at least I got to get up and warm up and and get kind of the jitters out. I'm sure, uh, you know, when he gets up again and and he's knowing he's going into the game rather than possible, you know, the jitters are going to show up. Uh, LeMoyne had some jitters yesterday, uh, and we we got a couple more guys down there left to go. So, uh, you know, it's exciting times for them. But, uh, you know, they understand that this is a results oriented business, and obviously, you know, they made the team, and and we think right now that they give us the the best chance to succeed, and that's where we're going with it.
2: All right, Scott Emerson joining us in Philly, and uh, Joe Hughes, we'll send things back to you.
4: Well, thanks, Ken. We've done our best to get you ready. A's taking on the Phillies this afternoon. They'll have Cole, Hur- Cole Irvin on the hill for a 105 first pitch. I'll be back with you after the game. Ken Korek and Vince Catronio on the call. You've been listening to A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Go A's.
7: DQ presents. Picture this. You stand before the awe-inspiring new signature stack burger menu at DQ and your mouth wonders, where have you been in my life? That's five bud tempting cheeseburgers with 100% real-seasoned beef. You peek at the loaded A1 stack burger with two premium sauces, then the flamethrower stack burger with tongue-tingling jalapeno bacon. Then you realize, moments like these are exactly why we have the DQ signature stack burger menu. (laughs) DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com.
6: Progressive presents Married to Your Home. If you wanna leave me for another house, I totally understand.
8: House, where's this coming from? It's just, I
6: I know there's some newer homes on the market.
8: I didn't even know that, because I'm not looking.
6: I bet those other houses don't have a crack in their foundations.
8: You know that crack doesn't bother me. No
6: matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
10: Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. For tickets and parking, starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com.
3: Innovation, it's at the heart of Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants. Or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact.